0: for a brand new episode of 4 Friends in a Book podcast. I'm Chris Colston, joined here with my friends Isaiah Tooks, Kimberly Lake, and Lauri Reed. And again, we are 4 Friends and a Book. So if you're new to the channel, 4 Friends and a Book is our monthly podcast series where we have a discussion centered around a book that we're reading together. And we meet here to kind of talk about it and just discuss it and also kind of talk about just current events, topics, you know, we just chatting amongst friends. So somewhat of a book club, mixed with book review, mixed with just table talk amongst friends. So, again, if you're new to the channel, go back, check us out. Check out some of our old episodes. And for those that have been rocking with us from day one, we thank you guys for the support, for continuing to read along with us, uh, joining all these conversations, and just really just have fun as we're kind of just sharing our little story, our little journey here, reading books and just talking amongst friends. So. All right. Let's get into it. Four friends in the book. We read books over here. The book for this month. Good good selection. Well, I say it every month, but, you know, still, <laughs> good selection. Right. We are in this, uh, I don't know if you really call it this. It's not a memoir. It's, I guess somewhat of like self-help, somewhat of mm-hmm. uh, you know, just kind of a feel-good book. Uh, for none other than Miss Michelle Obama. So, of course, we know about Michelle, uh, you know, from Barack being the 44th president of the United States or her being the first lady. But now we know and get a little bit more about Michelle as an author. You know, this is her second book and we're reading for this month, The Light We Carry by mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. Um, so, yeah, again, kind of in that self-help. Uh, somewhat of a memoir-ish. I mean, she kind of gives a little h- historical context about her past, her and Barack and the kids and the family, and just her, her upbringing. Uh, but just a lot of good, uh, just life inspiration, good pointers for life, um, uh, just good information in general, um, and things that are, uh, I guess, you can kind of take for life lessons. Just things that kind of help you out as we all, you know, journey on this this thing of life, which we're partaking in. So uh, let's get into it. You know, reading books over here, good book for this month. First question I always ask it, what you guys think about this book? Like, how did you feel about (laughs) this book by Michelle Obama, The Light We Carry? And if you had to rate it on a scale from one to 10, what would that be? And Look, Miss Rear Reed smiling so hard up here. I'm becoming you. No.
1: Nah. I'm like, why do we have to write
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do For
1: the people. For the people. No, we're going to write it. And, you know, she's my forever first lady. So, I'm always <laughs> like, you know, now I'm down to my loyalty. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but um, the book, for me, it was just a big bowl of optimism. Um, I really liked it because of her outlook. It was like she was very realistic about life and the things that you go through and her upbringing, how she is, what she went through in the White House, her children, as you said, all those things. But she always came back with, like, her light and how you can make it through. And it was so hopeful. Mm -hmm. And I listened to it on audiobooks. I got to hear her talk. And I was like, oh, Michelle, because I just love her. So, um, I mean, it was good. I read Becoming, mm-hmm. Becoming, kind of, <laughs> you know. So, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a solid seven. I'm gonna give it a solid mm-hmm. seven. You okay. know, because I'm an optimist as well. Um, but because it's Michelle Obama, I give it a ten too. <laughs> If she were here, it's a ten. But uh, but it, it's still a good book because I I feel like her optimism and her light is what we need. And she really was there, letting us know like, don't give up, keep mm-hmm. fighting for things that are right, do the right thing. And we don't have like now. It's really crazy because I was listening to the book and I'm be done. But she was saying ha- so many different things about good things that it becomes mm-hmm. boring to us because it's optimism. <laughs> it's like glass. Mm-hmm. Halfway full and we're so used to hearing so many negative things. It's kind of like, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is going to get better. All right, I'll keep doing it. And I almost became kind of um, shutting down a lot of the things she said, because it was so hopeful, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's bad. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. really sad that I felt like that. And I kind of checked myself and was like, this is what you need. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I give it a solid seven.
0: All right, so we got we got a seven from Laria on the light we carry from Michelle Obama, and again, we you know we love Michelle, so you know the the seven ten split, I I can kind of understand that, you know, I I can understand that. Uh, coming to my boy, what's up, man? what do you think about this book by Miss
2: Michelle <laughs> <it>.
0: Laverne Robinson <laughs> Obama? Boy name!
2: Well, I like Laria with her seven, I'm going to rate it a four point five. And it's not that the book wasn't any good, like it was a really good (laughs) book, but I, like you said, I I read Becoming, and I don't want to compare this book to her first book, but the first book just basically knocked it out apart from me, and like the story that I Listen to within the book, even which I, this is my first time even been listening to the, a book on Audible, so she's a really good reader and it's, she had really good stories, but I've, I've heard of this before. It, it was nothing new that she didn't tell me, like L'Reel say, it was a lot of optimism. I like the overcoming of, you know, the things that she went through in her, her life, but I just wanted to get more deeper, something that I haven't listened to. um Before, like, it was a really, really good book. I just really couldn't really grasp around a lot what was going on with it, Um like, like, Larelle stated before, like, but comic was just so good. I don't want to keep comparing her first book to this book right here, but The Light We Carry. If if I hadn't read that first book, the second book would have been so awesome, but this book just right. basically was, like, bland. It's like eating a piece of food with no seasoning. Like, I don't get anything from the book. But it was, it, it was a really good read for somebody who hadn't read her first book, but you know, somebody, somebody maybe did for me, I forever would love Michelle Obama. It's just that I didn't really like this book. I thought it could have just been more, you know, I just left, I, I I, just left feeling like I didn't get more out of it than I put into it, but it, it's a really good read. <laughs>
1: After all of that,
2: but it's a really good read for somebody who didn't read Becoming. You got it. <laughs>
0: Look, I was not expecting that. You said a four point five? <laughs> four point five. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right, Kim. I don't even know you follow behind it, but what are your thoughts about i <laughs> gonna try. I'll try. The well carried by Michelle Obama.
3: Like Larry, I love I really do love Michelle Obama. Like I, I she's on my like top three people I would want to meet. But I did not love the book. Now, I agree with Isaiah. Becoming was really, really great. And I think if you read Becoming, a lot of the stuff she hit on in The Light We Carry was kind of like in Becoming as well. And the other thing is, not that I could, I didn't get any good advice from the book, but I don't think I was, I'm in the space to where that book kind of like connected with me, like the advice she was giving. Honestly, if I was younger, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a more book for somebody like younger like this is how you know you need to be in life not saying you can't pick you can always learn from people but I just felt like it was geared more towards somebody younger and they're trying to like become their own selves so unfortunately I did not love the book actually when I started it I was like I don't want to finish it but I got to finish it for the podcast so um, But I finished it, and I did enjoy uh-huh. the chapter where she talked about her and Barack. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool, because it was kind of, she kind expounded more on that, their relationship a bit. So if I had to rate it, I would rate it a five. A five. <laughs> a five. So I think if you're, um, I don't know, if you're trying to Find yourself in life, kind. Of, if you're in that kind of area, I think the book mm-hmm. really would connect with you. But it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't. It wasn't giving, as you know people <laughs> say now. So that's
0: what it was. So
3: a five, but I didn't hate
0: it. So yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's Michelle Obama. So I, I understand. You know, y'all y'all don't mm-hmm. want to talk too bad about her. I, I get it. I get it. She's our forever first lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I understand. All right. So. Speaking for someone that didn't read her first book, so I did not read Becoming. Uh, heard about it. It's still on my reading list. Just never got around to it. Um, but yeah, that this wasn't the one for me either. I, I guess we are kind of uniform on this one. I wouldn't yeah. give it a four point five. My boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
2: yeah that was a look. good answer. <laughs>
0: So if I had to rate the book, I would give it a strong six. Um, mm-hmm. Very good book. And I think we all just know and love Barack and Michelle. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, she has been put on the forefront being, you know, the, the mm-hmm. wife of uh, President Obama. Um, but she's very simple in her own right. Um, <laughs> has a lot of um, just great things that she's accomplished on her own. And I think she has given us kind of the behind the scenes story and some great life advice Mm -hmm. as well in this book. So for me, the light we carry, um, it was good. I I didn't read the first book. So some of these things were new to me. Um, as far as some of her perspective and just things about life, um, I started out real strong. Yeah. At some point I just kind of just started, she started losing me a little bit. It kind of (laughs) maybe got a little dry, a little dull. um, Mm -hmm. uh, again great just advice and life lessons and tools to really take from, but um yeah it 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 wasn't a bad book it just it just didn't really do it for me um, there were high points in certain mm-hmm. moments that really just stood out, and I enjoyed, but on a continual it just yeah it it wouldn't. Yeah, just it it was okay. It was okay, so I'll give it a six. Um, So apparently, Michelle Obama, the light we carry, it it didn't really, it didn't carry for us. (laughs) 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 That's funny. Of course, those that are watching and listening along, we want to hear that feedback from you. So if you guys have read the book. Uh, leave us a comment or you know send us a message. Let us know what your thoughts are about this book. Again, a great selection, a lot of good information. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we got a what a seven, a five, a four point five, and a six. So yeah, it didn't really it didn't, it didn't carry too well yeah. with a four friends in the book. But regardless, go pick it up, read it, and give your own perspective. Don't yeah. let us uh, sway your view of this book. All right, so we kind of talked about it a little bit. um, And for those that have read Becoming, you know, this may be some of the same themes and same Mm -hmm. concepts that were maybe a continuation of that book. Um, So she touches on a lot of good, just um, different tools, life strategies, just practical tips and advice for life and how to accomplish things Mm -hmm. uh, throughout your journey. So just kind of recap a quick. real quick, some of the chapters within the book. So, The Power of Small, Decoding Fears, Starting Kind, I Am Seeing, My Kitchen Table, Partnering partnering Well, Meeting My Mom, The Whole of Us, The Armor We Wear, and Going High. So just some of the chapters within the book where she kind of breaks down and give us practical advice and mm-hmm. tips for just our journey uh, in life, and how we just kind of navigate through this process of life that we all you know, had to partake in. So, considering those chapters and those layouts, and some of the things that she kind of uh, conveyed and, and and really discussed, and gave us some some insight to and pointers about, were there was there a particular chapter for you guys that really stood out, um, or something that you really connected to, um, as she gave kind of life advice or just tools or um, just kind of some guidance as far as how to navigate certain situations. Were there any uh, particular tips or just chapters in general that really stood out to you? And uh, I'm kind of my brother on this one, man. Let you keep this one up. What was your favorite Uh-oh. chapter or tip that really stood out to you as you were reading or listening to The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama?
2: Okay, well the one thing that I did like that she said (laughs) was that she went she actually talked about when we go high. And she said she always got a lot of questions about that, what that actually mean when she said, when we go high, because I always question what that really meant as well too. And she made it clear that just basically going high does not mean that we do not feel furious, hurt, or enraged by like events that take place in our lives. Like going high just means to, you just hold that integrity, that hope, and just that work necessary to bring about change. You know, even for like our emotions alone are not going to bring about change because we don't want to become so invested, but we actually want to do the work that puts in, you know, just a short story. I remember like in college and a professor was telling me that I needed to change my major because he feel that I wasn't equipped. And I don't know why he told me that because that only put few onto my fire. Like basically it, when I graduated, I graduated on an honor society and even actually matriculating past that was, I was able to graduate summa laude with multiple advanced degrees. And that's not a humble brag. I just want people to know, don't let others place limitations on you. It only speaks to their insecurities and nothing, right. and it has nothing to do with you. And we all are trying to actually make it into this world. And I can just basically share some type of light when somebody comes against you. Like you do, sometimes you do have to take the high road that we don't have to take, but you also May have to just you know keep going focused and don't put out, out that noise of someone trying to actually bring you down that's true wow that's good that's good um
0: so coming to Kim, was there a particular tip or word of advice that you um kind of connected with as you're reading this book or listening to this book
3: Like I said, the one thing, no, not the one thing, but (laughs) one of the things I did like in the book was she talked about decoding fear and facing Mm -hmm. your fears. um, Mm -hmm. I just reflect back on my own life and how many times I allow fears to either make me procrastinate or not try or do something. So I think it's important for everyone, like she said, you know, you're going to feel the fear. It's going to be there, but you need to face it and, you know, overcome it in whatever way that you can. So I really um, connected with that. Because, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, you know, I have nothing to lose anyway. So might as well just go mm-hmm. for anything and, you know, see what happens. So I did like that. And I also like when she talked about her and Barack's relationship, that whole chapter, because I thought it just really gave a really realistic view of a relationship, and how they became to the be and how they view each other, like in like not the fairy tale kind of way, but a real way. So those two chapters, I really did. Um, they piqued my interest when I was listening.
1: Okay, it's good. And I'm the same way about the fear. <laughs> Looking to piggyback off of what Kim said. <laughs> embracing um, embracing my light because a lot of people don't know I am really afraid. Like, I'm scared. I'm always really scared. <laughs> I am scary. I do well. I come out and I tell myself like, girl, you better, you better do it. Come on, let's go. And then I come out and I do it. But I really want to be Somewhere in the back, in the corner, and let other people do it, but that's not the light that God gave me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of like I'm gonna let it shine, hide it under a bushel. I used to really try to hide myself under a bushel. Um, but when your light, whatever God has given you and the way he designed you you have to be able mm-hmm. to come out in that and do whatever it is. And so since 2020, it seems like a cover has been lifted off of me and I can't <laughs> go back and put the cover back on. It's like so I have to embrace whatever, you know, I always mm-hmm. try to hide in the back and then I get pushed to the fore, you know, to the front. It's like how long are you going to keep doing this, you know? So, just embracing the light and not being afraid and not being fearful because that's just the way I was created. And I have to embrace that and be okay with it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I think Decoding uh, Fear was one of my um, favorite chapters within this book as well. Um, you know, look, I'm a quote guy. I write these quotes. They, they kind of, sometimes kind of stand out give, to me. Oh, give, us,
2: give us a quote.
0: <laughs> for the quote for Decoding Fear was Our hurt. Becomes our fear. Okay. Our fears become our limits, and uh, it really just kind of stood out to me. Sometimes we do um, operate in <clears throat> in fear, and sometimes those fears are rooted in things or past trauma or things that have hurt us or made us afraid to kind of step out and venture out. So, I uh, never really kind of stood out to me uh, when reading this book because uh, our fears do limit us and things that we could can accomplish and things that we could kind of do, and so. Like Luria just mentioned, you know, really standing in in your your true your light, um, who you are as a person, and kind of being unapologetic about those things, really just being mm-hmm. able to stand out, um, even if you do have those fear, but getting out of that comfort zone to kind of step out mm-hmm. uh, is a is a huge thing because fear can limit us in so many ways, and we can miss out on so many different things um, in life because of fear has really just uh, mm-hmm. just stopped us and, and kind of made us, you know, incapable of moving forward. And so that's not a good way to live. Um, and you may end up regretting it because you have missed out on these things when you look back on your life. So it yeah, was mm-hmm. a good chapter for me. I really uh, liked that one. Um, another one was the power of small. So she she referenced how um, you have big issues. Oftentimes it's it's beneficial to kind of pair a small task or something that seems very insignificant to that big issue to kind of help you through it. So she used the example of she often um she knits a lot. So whenever she's having some kind of troubling issue, the things that are really bothering her, she just she pull out her little knitting needles and then kinda goes mm-hmm. to work and it kind of helps her to kind of recenter and, and and kinda calm down. So um again there was a lot of different um pointers in this in this book. A lot of different chapters and just really good tips and tools to navigate life um i think kim kind of mentioned it i think if you're a, a young adult or even a teen starting out um on this journey to really trying to try to find yourself and to help you also better navigate i think these tools will be um, kind of paramount to your journey and even for people that you know are older and have kind of learned from their own life experiences i think this gives you a good method to kind of reflect and look back on things to kind of give a different perspective about how to kind of be and, and, and do things and a different vantage point. So good book, good book. Even though we didn't, even the
1: six, he gave us a, a solid six. <laughs> <laughs> great book. Yeah, but it's
0: even great. We yeah. Even though we didn't rate it very well, um, it was a good selection. It just, you know, we creatures of, of habit and comparison, you know, we, we didn't have some, some teens, some high, some high scoring books. So I think that's, that becomes an issue too. You read these books and start comparing them to other ones. And, you know, it was good, but it wasn't as good as some of the other ones. And I think, yeah, I got caught up. I got caught up in comparing, but Michelle, we still love you. Barack, we still love we you.
3: Come on the I show. <laughs> I
0: just know. A, just Don't watch this one. Come on the show. No, <laughs> we 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 can speak in truth. You know, again, it was a good book. And she's just a brilliant woman. We love her. We love what she's doing right now. Even her vulnerability of stepping out. You know, now that she's out of the White House, you know, seeing her in different mm-hmm. um, arenas and just really, again, sending her her truth, her light, and also for bringing people along and giving us tips and tools and advice to kind of to carry out as well. So. Uh, yeah, a good book from Michelle LaVerne Robinson Obama. Full oh, government. <laughs> full oh, government. All right, so let's, let's let's transition a little bit. You know, four friends in the book we read books over here, but we also like to have just discussions and talks amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. and just things that we're thinking about, things that are going on. Um, you know, they may be trending, maybe just something that we may be you know, thinking about relevant topics of uh, today. So.
2: Mm-hmm
0: we are in the month of february um so black history month <laughs> so we it, even coming off of uh our book from last month you know we talked about miss Coretta scott king and all she did for making mm-hmm. you know the king center um a reality um mm-hmm. just the, the the history of Martin king civil rights movement and now we're in the month of February with, you know, this being the celebration of Black history within this country, uh, some of the great things we've done as a people in this mm-hmm. country, and really just acknowledging that and honoring what we've done um, as African Americans, as Black Americans in the United States. Um, but being that, you know, there has been some, I guess I'm kind of some contention a little bit as far as having a month for celebrating black history um is our month needed should it be more than a month um and, or or even if you know we should have a month in general so there's been a lot of debate about you know the history of black history month and and mm-hmm. how it should be going forward um and even just some of the pushback you know we we talked about it before just the studying of our history in this country. We talked about critical race theory. We're seeing now how even certain schools are banning learning certain things about um, black history or even slavery or things that may have happened uh, within this country. So we typically relegate these talks and discussions to this month of February, but just wanna get you guys input and thoughts about how do you actually feel about having black history month um, and do you think it's still relevant? Do we need it? Should it be more than a month? Um, just kind of want to have a discussion about that. So, uh, I'm gonna come to Miss Lake. <laughs> I
3: knew it. Um, okay. I am all for. Black History Month. I think it is very important. And as it started out as a way to highlight the contributions of African, African Americans in the U.S. because it wasn't talked about and mm-hmm. it wasn't highlighted. And I think it's very important, one, for um, everyone to see that even though we came here in chains and all the, the torrid history that we have in this country, how much we have um contributed to the country as well and um i think it's important i remember growing up and more lately in the years it's like but well, why do we have to have a black history month there's no white history month well i'm like we white history month is, is every day of the year like we learn True. about white history all the time um and there is a women's history month there is a a latin american like there's all kinds of Celebrations, And I just think celebrating or highlighting the achievements of African-Americans does not dim the light or put down. I think a lot of times if you um, highlight something, people take it as a slight to them or you're putting them down. But the sun shines on all flowers, you know, so we can highlight mm-hmm. what African-Americans have done and it doesn't take away from anything that white um americans have contributed or irish or Mm -hmm. hispanic or anybody else so i just think it's very important and it's funny shout out to the shade room because they just posted about um, alabama teens how they walked out of Mm -hmm. school because the black history program they're trying to water that down and i just think it's it's doing us a disservice to either try to get rid of this or water it down um yeah. So I think it's very important. And another thing mm-hmm. someone said, a lot of times you might hear white Americans say, like, it makes us feel bad or guilty, because I think that's what um, those teachers were saying at that school. But somebody made a good point, and I can't think of his name right now,
1: but mm-hmm. he
3: made a point about why not allow white children to identify with the white people in our history that we're fighting for equal rights for mm-hmm. um, African-Americans. Like they don't have to relate to slave hope. Why don't they, why don't we just make it a positive thing and be like, hey, be like them, you know, in our current life. So I'm for black history. I don't ever wanted to go away. So
0: that's my stance.
2: Okay. That's
0: good. Like the sun shines on all <laughs> flowers. That's, that's true. true. That was deep, girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Something <laughs> don't.
0: All right. Who want to join in? So, yeah, just the the, the thought of Black History Month. Um, is it still relevant? Is it still needed? Um, how do we even move it forward?
2: What I, I, I want to jump in real quick because I, I kind of agree with Kim. We 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 need this more than ever. Like, why do we have to learn about Christopher Columbus, learn about the Revolutionary War, learn about what has happened? In this uh country and not focus on African American history. We this country was actually built on the backs of African Americans our history goes way far and above slavery. I don't understand why it actually starts with that when they start teaching about Black American history. We go back years before the transatlantic slave trade, and people want to ignore history. But learning the lessons of both the past, both the good and the bad, we are supposed to go forward as a better in society. And like (laughs) Kim said, some of this stuff is going to make you uncomfortable. It's it's supposed to. Just imagine that the people who actually actually lived this, who was actually out there fighting to make a better America for everyone, not just for Black Americans, but we have so much history that people need to know and people can actually gain from, and we shouldn't shy away from that, These least from our, what our ancestors have done. It's a large stain on American history, but it happened, and we have to deal with it, and we have to actually focus on not just the good, but the bad. How can we go forward if we want to learn what happened in the past as well, too? We see what's going on in Florida, as Ken was talking about, what's going on in Alabama, but we can't shy away from that. I want to learn about my history as well, too. Why can't I open these uh, books on History and my face is not actually our faces are not actually in these books. Like this is something that they should actually get on on board with, and we should have to keep actually keep going back and forth with this. It's 2023. Why do we keep fighting to get our histories in these history books?
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good, bro. You make, you bring up a good point. Even with the books, because there have been a lot of books that have been banned from schools, books that have been banned from libraries that give a different perspective. And I think that's the key is that we all have different perspectives. Um, We all have different stances, but we can't deny anyone else their opportunity to learn and to be exposed to these things. Like I say, it it is history. It's American history. And we can't um, try to avoid or black out those eras of our history. Um, We're taught, other things of history and things that happen within this country, you know, I feel like it's black true. American history should be um just as relevant and just is just as necessary as any other history because it is the history um, of the people. It's the history of this country um that we all are a part of. So yeah that's good. That's good. All right Laria, what you what you what you got on this topic? What are your thoughts on this? Of
1: course black history is needed and um I don't even think it should be a discussion of should we have it or not. <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of like I think it was a documentary, I can't remember who did it, but they talked about in Germany how they've embraced the culture of what the mm-hmm. Nazis did in the Holocaust and they've made it and incorporated it into because it was something that happened, right? And mm-hmm. even though many of the people there don't believe in what Hitler did, um they talk about it openly it's a real thing they discuss it and they keep going and i think that that's the problem here is we haven't just embraced it and said you know what yeah it was 400 years of the way we did but we are not like that we're not going to do people that way we want to make sure everybody's treated fairly let's talk about the history of black people and what they've come up with and how they did it you know and it's okay but we've got to take this sting off of it as this is a a bad thing because it's not. And it's kind of, you know, they're like, why do you always say, you know, congratulations to this person because they're the first black person. Well, we've never had a black person in that role ever in the history of our country. So when we see a African-American president of Walgreens or wherever, it's like, oh my God, I I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that like, that's a celebration for us as brown Mm -hmm. people. So it doesn't mean it's a slight to anybody that's white, it's just a celebration of seeing someone who has gone through what you've gone through as a black person to get to that point. (laughs) And don't let her be a female as well. Excuse me, (coughs) Lord have mercy, I tried. But anyway, if she's a black female, that's even more. So, you know, I just think that we've got to take this sting off of things and really not take it personally, but just say, you know what, history is what it is, and we just gotta move forward. But when we move forward, as Isaiah said, you have to look at what has happened um, in the past, and 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 come on, and just get with it. I mean, it's just it is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to we got to let it go. We really it's not good. going anywhere. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know we have done things in our past that have been, and thank God they didn't have cell phones or camera phones when I was in college or anything. But but you know that's a part of who you are, so you that's can't true. say you know I was I was just I did everything right. I did it all. Like no, I didn't. I was I had a good time. I did whatever da 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 da. But that's just the way you have to be so that you can be inclusive of everybody. And that's what our country is supposed to represent. So, yeah, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's
0: good, that's good. Yeah, I think even with you saying that, you know, you always the saying, you know, you don't know where you're going, uh, you, you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you come from or where, you, where mm-hmm. you've been. Right. So, um, I, I think that is... <laughs>
3: Uh, we gonna keep going, keep going. <laughs> it's fine it's fine <laughs> a good blooper
0: good blooper uh, yeah I think that's kind of very telling especially with the the history and even the age of our country I mean we're still a fairly young country mm-hmm. on a, on a world standard but I think for us to really move forward we have to acknowledge our history um, sure. and the reality of it. Like I said, we talk about slavery, we talk about things that happened that we don't necessarily agree with, but that that is what it is. That's is what's happened. And we can't try to hide that um, from anyone. I mean, because again, for us to really move forward and to be progressive, we have to kind of know um, what we're rooted in, what we started from, so that we can evolve or change from that. And so I definitely think um, Black History Month is necessary um, on a national stage, um, but I think it's also even beyond that, we have to, as a as a, a race of people, or people a culture of people, we have to even take it further and beyond to understand um, personally, you know, if you are African-American, if you are Black, if you have heritage within this country, that you even go beyond this month and just really to understand your history, where you come from, like sit down and talk to your grandparents, like, mm-hmm. you know, just really get some, some depth of understanding and knowledge about some of the things that they may have experienced so that we can kind of be better as we move forward. So um, I think it's great nationally that we have this month, but I think, you know, as a, as a people, uh, as Black Americans, we need to be, um, you know, take it even further to do more and to be educated because our history has been, uh, you know, hidden from us, and we don't know a lot of things because it's not uh, openly talked um, or the talked about or discussed. So, um, I think there's still more work to do, and uh, yeah, more learning to have. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Black History Month, <laughs> Black and proud. <laughs> All right. So good discussion. Good conversation. You know, I was like hearing from you guys what your perspectives are on these topics, these things that we talk about, um, you know, books, current topics, events, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I like hearing from y'all. I can like hear from y'all. All right. So just wrapped up this book, the light we carry by Mrs. O- Michelle Obama. Um, uh, it, it didn't carry well on our on our <laughs> <four>. I gave <laughs> it a seven. Now you don't
1: put not me, at me. At me. Look, <laughs> he keeps saying I'm we. Not, no, you, look, Isaiah.
2: I tried. I tried to carry the light. I gave
3: a half what he don't have. Look, our
0: average is probably like a five. So nah <laughs> look, that that four and a half us down. So <laughs> it's probably like a five point five funny. average. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it didn't carry well, but Michelle, we love you. And again, yeah. I think there's still value for readers to really uh, get some good tips, tools, uh, life lessons, and some um, pointers to really help you out to navigate. I also had a discussion about uh, Black History. Uh, we're mm-hmm. in February, so this is Black History Month in the in United mm-hmm. States. So, same a discussion about that and, and what that means to us and the relevancy of it. So, um, yeah, good discussion, good book for this month. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So time to segue into our, our favorite portion of our podcast. If you guys are new, um uh, you know, it may be <laughs> if you guys are new, this may be uh maybe maybe slightly new to you, but for those that have been with been with us for a while, it's time for it. You know what it is. We are time for the rat. 60 seconds. Uninterrupted. We don't debate. We don't discuss. We don't have a long, drawn out, you know, talk about it. It's just um, the rant man himself, Mr. Isaiah, too. Speaking from his heart, you know, we never know what we're getting. It's always new to us. But 60 seconds, brother, the floor is yours. Starting now. Go.
2: On January 7th, five black police officers from Memphis Police Department severely beat Tyree Nichols during a traffic stop in Memphis, Tennessee, just two minutes away from his home. Nichols was hospitalized in critical condition and died there three days later. The officer stops Nichols for alleged reckless driving, pulled him from his car and used pepper spray and a taser. During this incident, Nichols managed to break away. When officers caught up to Nichols, they beat him, punching and kicking him in the head and striking him in the back with a baton. The footage of the traffic stop showed Nichols never fought back against the officer, never reached for their gun, and lay on the side of the street for more than 20 minutes asking for medical treatment. Tyree Nichols was killed by a Black college-educated cops who receive extra training and pass required psychological exams. How do we perform this? The family attorney is proposing Tyree's Law, which requires cops to intervene when they see crimes being committed, even by other cops. That's where we are in 2023. We're we're asking law enforcement officers to enforce laws that protect us from law enforcement officers who don't want to protect us. Five Black officers and one white officer brutalized Tyree Nichols to death. The five black officers were fired, charged with murder, and had their faces plastered everywhere for three days after the murder. The one white officer was mentioned and quietly relieved of his duty. Why didn't Tyree Nichols comply? Why did he run? It's clear that he was scared and didn't trust the police officer with his life. Their actions are captured on video and prove him right. And that's that on that. Ooh, that's
0: good. That's good. And I think for anyone that's, you know, follows the news and just things that are going on within our country. I mean, this is not new to us and it seems like it continues to occur and occur. Um, And occur. Yeah. Typically we think about it from a racial perspective, but you know, in this scenario, like I mentioned, I mean, these were black officers. And so we definitely have to do something to reform this system. Um, how policing is done within this country. Um, we talked about guns and, and other things in the past episodes, but there really has to be some systemic change in this country in um, the area of policing as well. I mean, being pulled over should never be a death sentence. Correct. And unfortunately, it, it seems that the, that happens far too often. So, uh, again, brother, we thank you for your rent. Thank you for continuing to educate us on the things that are going on um, within this country and um, our local areas and the world. So, uh, thank you, brother. All right. So, four friends in a book just wrapped up the book, The Light We Carry by Mrs. Mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. Had a discussion about Black History Month and also the tragic loss of life um, in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Good talks, good discussions for this month. And So we definitely want you guys to keep up with us in the coming month. We want you guys to read with us each month as we prepare uh, for new books and things that we have going on. So Isaiah, tell them about the book we have coming up for next month.
2: Hey, guys, before we let you go. We want you to actually join us in our next book. This book has been on every short list and now is on our radar for four friends in a book, Between the World and Me by ta Coates. You do not want to miss it. Maria, please tell the viewers when they can tune in.
1: You guys can tune in every third Thursday on your local listings. We're everywhere. Go, YouTube, <laughs> go everywhere. You'll see four friends and a book. And make sure that you subscribe to us. I think I went over into Kim's part, but go ahead. It's fine. I'll (laughs) piggyback off that. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and Mm -hmm. make sure to like us on Facebook and
3: follow us us on Instagram to stay up Mm -hmm. to date on what we're doing. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, of course, guys, and for all those that are also listening to our podcasting services, subscribe there. Leave us some feedback, some reviews. We definitely want to hear from you guys. Just mm-hmm. again, we thank you for all of your support. And as thank always, you. let's continue to read, let's learn, let's grow, let's have a discussion here on Four Friends in a Book. Thank you,
2: mm-hmm. thank you, guys. Mm-hmm.